And then most likely to become a star, I said uh, that it would eat, that it would be Daisy Edgar Jones, which for better or for worse. I think that's a good one. I think it's good. I mean, I didn't love where the crawdads sing. Although I did have somebody tell me I really liked the I really liked where the crawdads sing, but I know now I can't talk about that murderer who wrote that book. And I was like, exactly, that's right. Oh yeah, it's, it gets you complicated, that. but that's not that's not Daisy Edgar's. That's fault. not Daisy Edgar right. Jones' and fault. And fresh, right? she's electric and fresh. Fresh, and then under the banner of heaven, the TV show. So yeah. she had a big year. And, and then I really trailed off on that one, honestly. When you do like I'm, crib murder, it just uh, such a boy. You know, it's not me. It's not what I like. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 486 of the podcast. I'm your host, Knox McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to the LIFO ADC and we're committed to educating you on things entertaining but do not matter. To find out more about these clairvoyant pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at the podcast and Twitter is still here yep, in 2023. You can find us there at podcastpod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be predicting 2023. But before we do that, one of the most popular things we do each month isn't have our periods. <laughs> okay. am, I co- am I coming in too strong in 2023? Uh, um, I'm not saying like, you know, we take a couple weeks off and you forget how to podcast. <laughs> That's true for me. I'm not going to put that on you, but whatever. Okay. But listen, one of the most popular things we do each month is actually host an AUA. Sometimes I'm on my period for it. Sometimes I'm not. It just depends on the cycle. It is a one-hour Ask Us Anything on Patreon for our best friends of the show. We answer things like, what's the funniest way you've ever been injured? What's the best animated soundtrack? Who is Knox in a fight with in his neighborhood? When is Jamie going to soft launch her guy? This is where we answer all the things we don't answer in a Wednesday episode. More than 1,500 folks show up live and create their own rowdy chat thread, but you don't have to be there live to love it. You can get the audio dropped right into your feed every month, and BFOTs get access to a year's worth a premium content to become a BFOTS and join us for next week, January 10th, our next AUA. Go to knoxandjamie.com slash Patreon. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, 
All right, Jamie, uh, we're back. <gasps> we're back. Definitely firing on all cylinders. You think people missed us? You think they missed us? I did. Don't. You miss me? I I missed Ooh. all of you. I missed you. I missed Aaron. I missed the whole process. Oh, <laughs> I'll be honest. I was like, I think I'm ready to go back to podcasting because I got some takes that build, building up, and I just got to fire off. I have consumed so much pop culture. We talked about it in the more you know, but yeah. I watched about 28 things during that two week. See, break. I didn't really, but I did see Avatar for the first time. So got some thoughts <laughs> and opinions. <laughs> We'll talk got about it. Real we'll hot talk about takes it. on that. Uh, but yeah, so um, I, I'm glad to be back. I think you're glad to be back. And I'm glad to be back here on this episode. We're predicting um, 2023 because I feel like, you know, anecdotally, we're pretty good at it. Oh, we're very good at it. And we're going to prove that we're very good at it. Because before we look forward, shall we look back at our 2022 predictions and see how we did? That's right. This is how, honestly, this is what separates the good podcasters from the great ones because we embrace accountability. Hand up. Yeah. We're full, high integrity. And we want to focus on what did we get wrong? What did we get right? I don't see other podcasts doing that. I don't no. see people doing that out there. You know who doesn't do that? Swifties who? on TikTok. They're constantly like, uh-oh, this means she's blah, blah, blah. And then no one holds them. Nobody comes back and goes, hey, Julia. Yeah. She didn't launch another line of cardigans ever. John, Joe Biden, fact check the Swifties. What are you doing? Let's do yeah. some stuff here. What are we doing? Okay. So first thought and most important category that Knox every year continues to censor is my predictions of deaths. Right. I do want to say that the five deaths I predicted last year, three of them died. Yes! Uh, and as a reminder, uh, <laughs> who, who were those um, that we'll bleep out, but we will tell the B-Fots? The Queen. Okay. And Barbara Walters. Wow. By, 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 by hair. Really? By hair. Like right under the wire. Right know? under the wire. You're celebrating and a little too much for that, but um, but <laughs> she lived you a did long, lovely life. She and did. then no, bo- no bones. The dog noodles. Yeah. Okay, that was a gimme putt. Honestly, it was. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? I was very proud of that. Jimmy Carter still kicking. Ninety eight. Wow. Okay. Still hanging in there. Appreciate that. Him. And Harrison Ford, who I think I thought was going to die, and he's got like seven projects in the works. Yeah, he's got skin in the game. He can't die now. <laughs> he he's got too much stuff out. going. Okay, so our first category that we covered last year was new couple. Um, I will say I got one right, which was uh, Tesla and Bucky's. Uh, Tesla has now superchargers and 26 Bucky's. Look at that. Look, Look at, that. at that. Who knew? Good job by and you. And then you predicted that Kim Kardashian and Harry Styles would date. But in that prediction was another prediction. Okay. And you said for sure Harry Styles and Olivia would break up. And oh, they did. Barely. barely. Look, honestly, did. this is such a treat for me. Because I don't remember any of these. So when you tell me these, this is like listening to it for the first time. Well, listen, to be fair, you said Pete Davidson would either date Rihanna, Ariana, Selena, Hallie, or Charlize. And it was Emily Ratatouille. You just can't believe it. It was right there. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Um, Breakups. We have tried so hard to get Dak Shepard and Kristen Annabelle to break up. Not because we're pro-divorce. We just, he feels too swole. She feels too talented vocally. It's not personal at this point. It just, yeah. um, it feel, it, it felt wobbly, you yeah. know, and yeah. we're just calling them like we see them. I'm stepping back. I'm not. I'm hoping for the best for them. Although I did see, I don't know whose publicist leaked that Kristen Bell and John Stamos almost got set up. Dak <gasps> Shepard, I watch you back because someone's Dang. not got your best interest. That's a crazy thing to leak, honestly. John Stamos. Listen, that was probably her leaking and going, look, I could get it if I wanted <laughs> to get it. Okay. You predicted to break up with Tom Holland and Zendaya. I just mm-hmm. do want to go on the record that yeah. they are still happy together. He just went to her high school where she yeah. grew up That's during great. the holiday break. I love it. So they're together. So don't. Yeah, I'm going to re up that one and feel really good Stop about it. Stop it. How? Uh, okay, pregnancy. We got all of them wrong. We keep trying to make Haley and Justin something happen between them. There's no progress in the relationship, whether it be a renew. I'm waiting for a vow renewal. I sure. assume that comes in a year. Okay. Like, 
right? Yeah. Um, then we did trends that will die. I said that we would not, we would be overeating food on boards. And I would say based on my holiday experience, that is the case. People are not wanting your board food anymore. Now, if you have a small business and you listen to us and you have a business built on food on boards, not for you and not in your neighborhood. No. But for everybody else, no food on boards, no puffy headbands. We're not doing puffy headbands. No. Only one half of the home edit. I don't know why they launched a line at Walmart of puffy headbands. I love seeing them that. randomly on commercials. It's my favorite thing because I never They're know so which cute. one's which. But I do remember <laughs> when we watched their reality show uh, before the Dallas Live show, and it was very soothing to me. It, it was, was very, very soothing. Yeah. That's right. Now, you said the trends that would die. Um, you said NFTs, which... Wow. Okay. Spot on. Spot yeah. on. You also said that the Golden Globes uh, would die. And back mm. at... Back mm. back to life, barely. We don't yeah. know. We'll see when we watch it. And then you said Avatar 2 would be a huge, huge failure. Oh. How do you feel? Well, okay. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to see this as uh, consistent knocks. And I appreciate consistent knocks because no, I don't great. remember saying that, but I've been banging that drum. Yeah. So has it made a lot of money? Are they going to make 16 more movies? Yes. Does that mean it's successful? I don't know, Jamie. I don't know. I'm I don't know. We'll talk that. about it. We talked about it in The More You Know because there are some there's some data to show that maybe – it was not what he hoped it would be. Am so, I supposed to call out that you didn't realize you were you were saying we already talked about it, but we haven't talked about it yet? Do you want me to why call do that out? Doing or do that? Why, this is I'm trying to be look, 2023. I'm trying it's to so like, difficult. It's I'm, just so <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next, because is it is it hard? Because you think when did we talk about it? And, yeah, I'm like we I, didn't talk about that. It's on my to do list. We're coming up. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, trends that will catch on. You said that westerns on television would catch on in a huge way, and dang it, if you were not right, unfortunately. Just because of Taylor Sheridan. He's a one-man Western. He like, really is. It's just Paramount Plus that's making a ton of Westerns. Yeah. Um, you also said that there would be a rom-com revival. I do think there has been a little yeah, bit of a rom-com fair. revival. Yeah. Um, and then I said that we would have more names that are based on um, maps and atlases. Okay. <laughs> so, Did that happen? Listen, according to the Social Security Administration, okay. the highest trending, the fastest trending names include... Aurora, Willow, Rome, Ocean, and Prairie. That's, a, that's all, true. That's, that's a, true. That's a true. That's a confirmation. I said that green would be a big color in 2022. It was uh, Sherwin-Williams color of the year, Evergreen Fog. Okay. And then I also said that bra tops and low-rise jeans would be back. And unfortunately, and listen, even in my feed, like I don't follow a ton of trendy, trendy. I, tr- I follow people who wear great clothes, but sure. they're not always following like huge trends. And listen, they were all in bra tops. Like okay. everybody was headed out in a bra top at some point. Like now, so are bra the jeans. When you say low rise, do you mean like the like uh like the Britney Spears years? Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Okay. Is Gen that, Z that happen? Because I, just, I feel happened. like I see mom Aaron, jeans everywhere. Confirm. Confirmed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Unfortunately. So uh, and then something shocking. Now I will quickly just say I'm very bad at this category. I uh, said a celebrity would die going to space. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I like the spirit of it though. That's good. <laughs> I said that Mark Zuckerberg would resign. And I, mean, I said that we would uh, lose interest in the Kardashians. I do think we have lost interest in the Kardashians. I think that's fair. Yeah. But this is where you shine. Shall we? Let's review. So first you said that there would be a Supreme Court opening. And there was. Then okay. you said that there would be, and this is a direct quote, cultural scrutiny on how the court handles a historic ruling. Okay. Well, that happened. That did happen. Um, yeah. That's right. Uh, then you said there would be a natural disaster that would devastate. An area. There were floods in Pakistan, India, Brazil, and Nigeria, who all did uh, floods, devastated the, their countries. Okay, I just want to say, um, maybe past knocks. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell future knocks to learn from past knocks. Be more specific. That's weak sauce. Okay, 
there's just gonna be a natural disaster that's tough. Like that's that's. You said that's it would scary. devastate though. That okay. like it's more. You specific. know what? You know what natural disasters do? They devastate. So that's I just true. feel like that's not, that's not a good job by me. <laughs> okay, you said there'd be a coup d'état. There was in Burkina Burkina Faso, that's right. and there was a thwarted coup d'état in Germany. So. Yeah, we might have yeah. one in Russia coming up this year, too. Stay tuned. Who knows? Now, listen, now you did say in that episode that in Russia, you cannot be coup de Todd if you have ever posed naked on a horse. Do you stand by that today? <sighs> I, I mean, I want to be consistent, but I also want all things reconsidered. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say no. I changed my mind on okay, that. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Then you also said shocking would that be one or more evangelical leaders would have controversies. But you said this. You said specifically in A, North Texas. <laughs> Well, nailed that one. Hello, Village Church. Yeah. Uh, second, you said North Carolina. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's David Dixon. <laughs> he was arrested for uh, child abuse charges. And then you said the child of a famous pastor would be controversial. Yeah. Now, I am gonna, I'm going to say that this belongs, this award belongs to you and to the uh, senior high school, senior in high school, Elijah Furtick, son okay. of Stephen Furtick. Would you like to know why? Uh, please, because I didn't know about this. Okay, he's launched his rap career. His oh, name right. is Do the Dash. That's one word. Do the Dash. Okay, okay. Gonna be honest, don't hate it. Don't hate it, Aaron. How do you okay. feel about it? Just like uh, summer. I'm, 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 I'm letting it grow. Feeling on good. Me. Feeling yeah, good. I'm okay. It. He launched a series of songs in an EP called Teen Machine. Oh. Okay. Like one of the songs. Like one of the songs is called No Hook. Which is, I think, a bad sign for a song, right? Like, yeah. well, okay, maybe it's like Captain Hook. It's like let's let's be a good guy. It's not be a bad. So guy. let me read you a few of the lyrics, <laughs> and you can guy. at the end you can tell me. The, and his father publicly endorsed this song, which did okay. get him into a little trouble because oh. of okay. the oral sex references. Oh. But okay, oh. so it's we lighten your block up like a cigarette. If you send in threats, that's Russian roulette. My life is a movie. Can somebody call up Spike Lee? I get my bags, get my cash. I do what I wanna. It's getting hot, hot, hot. Yeah, I feel like gonna. I keep racks in my jeans, least a hunna hunna. You better not tell me about no drama because I'll go Osama. Mm, Jay, I don't love it. I don't love it. I, I, is it because this senior in high school lives in a $2 million home in North Carolina and goes to a private Christian school in Charlotte? Is that why he can't pull off, uh, lighten up your block like a cigarette? Elijah, Listen, go, back, is, go to timeout. Go to timeout. I, you're not wrong. And I also think the idea that Spike Lee would be like, this is an interesting biopic opportunity. <laughs> I would like to take this. I can't think of someone who would less likely want to be involved in. You know what? And in doing a search, I I, like, I like Stephen Furtick's uh, preaching. It's fine. Like I've enjoyed a few sermons from him, but I did notice that when I went and did some research on their family, he too has, he has uh, dark circles around his eyes. Why is everybody taking all the heat to Pete Davidson when Stephen Furtick, also, what you're it's saying struggling. is, why is Pete Davidson the tip of the butthole eye spear? Thank why you. Why can't Pastor Stephen Furtick also get Thank some you. of those Thank you. Exactly. Strings? That's what I'm I, saying. Okay. Listen, I think that's a great call. I, I want to say full accountability. I probably get 50% on that because in my head and in my heart, Jamie, right. I was aiming for Rich Wilkerson Jr. I just thought this is going to happen. <laughs> this is definitely happening. I don't know that he hasn't done anything, but... Um, for the purposes of our conversation, I don't think I can That's cl- claim 100% on that. Well, most likely to be problematic. I, of course, said Millie Bobby Brown. She was clean this year. Mm. She made a great season of Stranger Things. I also yep. said James Corden. Who knew I would get that right? Wow, that was a oh, good one. Killed the game. And then you said uh, Fritos, based on their commercial, down for everything. <laughs> and then <laughs> and you said Britney Spears. And I actually do think Britney Spears 
not herself is problematic, but everything around her. Because is she at home? Is her husband faking her her existence on the internet? Is she having a baby in Mexico? Because that's what TikTok thinks. They think she's moved to Mexico and she's giving birth to a baby and what? didn't want the paparazzi involved. What? I didn't he's know. Faking, I just... He's faking content for her. He's doing stuff on a green screen. What? Pretending that she's in it. Oh, it's the best. Guys, go look at Britney Spears' uh, Instagram. It's a, it's a wild See, it's when you say things like this, I'm like, I've, I'm a little sad myself that I've mostly been on social media for the last couple of weeks oh you're missing all the good stuff I'm, I'm i'm totally missing out on that i would so i think i was my heart was in the right place with uh food brands i it was i said fritos i think i, I needed to say crystal side chick which again <laughs> just continues to be like we'll be your side piece you can keep your main boring meal or whatever that's right it. that's right okay most most likely we did this category last year to have an unfortunate mugshot i said adam levine and mm. he kind of did have an unfortunate mug it was i think culturally was he did culturally he did. he did and then uh <laughs> you picked you picked a trifecta and i think they're all clean justin hartley toby mcguire and kevin sorbo uh, so you know okay okay uh, i will dispute the kevin sorbo because they did like god's not dead eight and all of his family that's a cultural that is a mugshot of it yes, of, of that's of right a, a certain kind yeah okay and then most likely to have a renaissance i said mustaches i think mm. i'm right about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then nomad living which i don't know if that's a renaissance i was mainly just pay- saying people will leave and go live other places to work sure like for months and i've seen a lot of nomads in my own life like people who've just like sold their house fair. sold their car that's a good one yeah, yeah. But yours, top notch. Uh, Brendan Fraser, most likely to have a renaissance. And listen, you mentioned the whale in passing when you talked about that last year. Like it wasn't even your key thing. You were like, oh, no, it's because of this and this. And I just think he's going to have like – and he's also in this thing with Darren Aronofsky. Like you mentioned it in passing, and that's really what led his renaissance. So you were Sometimes right when people that. tell you like things you've said before, do you think, what what were you even t- thinking? Like what are you talking about? Oh, someone you even will believe tell some me, of the things listen, you Listen, somebody will tell me what I said in this episode on Thursday, and I won't be like, what are you – I don't know what you're talking about. That. It's crazy. Um, you also said that Ethan Hawke would have a renaissance, and he has been in – last year he was in four of our green lights – Okay, okay. Okay. Moon Knight, Glass Onion, Black Phone, The Northman, The Last Movie Stars. He did have a renaissance last year. Now, him, sure. him being in Glass Onion for like a millisec, oh, it's just my best. favorite kind of cameo. Great Such job. a great cameo. And then our last category, most likely to own the year and most likely to become a star. I said that the person to own the year would be Taylor Swift, and I didn't even know she would have a new album. I was really making that on her re-records. Sure. But it was her new album. That's did, a winner. Yeah. That, and you said most likely to own the year would be either Jessica Chastain or Margot Robbie. And I would say you're right on both counts. Yeah, like Margot. Jessica Chastain won an Oscar. Did Remember? she really? <laughs> yeah, she did. You're right. Oh, <laughs> yes. and she did the thing of like, yo, yeah. my um, eyeliner's forever ruined because right. of one of the Tammies I played. I can't remember which one, but one of the Tammies. That's right. That's right. Uh, Tammy Faye. Oh, yeah, Tam- she's sure. Tammy Wyatt as well. And then Margaret Robbie has just been everywhere. I don't know that she's owned all the places she's been. No, she's just like, she's a volume over quality at this That's point, right. I think. And then most likely to become a star, I said uh, that it would eat, that it would be Daisy Edgar Jones, which for better or for worse. I think that's she, a good one. I think it's good. I mean, I didn't love Where the Crawdads Sing, although I did have somebody tell me, I really liked, the, I really liked Where the Crawdads Sing, but I know now I can't talk about that murderer. Who wrote that book? And I was like, exactly. That's right. Oh yeah, it's, it gets you complicated. That. But that's not that's not Daisy Edgar's. That's not Daisy Edgar right. Jones. And fall, fresh, right? she's electric and fresh. Fresh, and then under the banner of heaven, the TV show. So yeah. she had a big year. And, and then I really trailed off on that one, honestly. When you do like an, crib murder, it just uh, such a boy. You know, it's not me. It's not what I like. <laughs> 
And then uh, you said that uh, likely to become a star would be Austin Butler. And I do think he's become a star. I think it's not the vehicle. It's just that I think people now are looking at him and being like, I want to be near him. He's dating truly like one of the top supermodels in the world. The daughter of the well, most well-known supermodel in the world, yeah. Kaya Gerber, daughter oh, of Cindy dang, Crawford. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and guess so, getting SNL is is a signature, but uh, I still don't understand if his accent is real or not. So, you know, to be determined. <laughs> and then you said Kiki Palmer. And I think you're exactly right about that. I think Kiki this Palmer, was such a big year. Great. Because we didn't get to talk. We missed the end of the year where she hosted yeah. SNL and announced her pregnancy. <laughs> it was so precious. Oh, her oh, SNL was oh, one of my oh look what's back. Whoa, Aaron's Aaron, cough I'll is see back. your somewhat COVID cough and match you later in this episode, probably. <laughs> Great. Excellent. Okay. Um, all right. So I think we did a pretty, I think we did a pretty good job. I think we're, we're pretty good at this. You are very good at things that wreck the lives of people around the world. So yeah, congratulations. well, I'll take that back in a compliment and say thank you, uh, Jamie. So um, yeah, because if you're good. new here, as a reminder, Knox predicted the insurrection the day it happened when the episode yeah. came out. He had said that there would be some sort of, uh, I think I said soft Soft revolution. Soft revolution yeah. in DC. And that is what we had, unfortunately. Some so. some would say I had uh, inside sources, but I can confirm I did not. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I can right. confirm I did not. Uh, and I just want to say, like, if you think I am giving, like, bad vibes predictions, uh, just remember, Nostradamus said that this year a failed economy is going to lead to cannibalism and there's going to be <gasps> a great war. So I'm not doing that. So it could be worse, you know? Yes. I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to uh, listen. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. I re- I listened to I listened to a podcast episode about cannibalism about boys that got lost in the guys that got lost in the Andes the and then how they had to team. eat. Yes, and they had to yeah. eat each other. And I felt bad because I was like, no, don't do that. Don't ruin it right now. So the calculus. Is, so Jason, please keep that pause because now I want everyone to know what was happening. Was Jamie was thinking. Should I take I'm, the story for live listen, and, and I, have a laugh with listen, it? Listen, I was literally like, should I tell him about Nando? God, Nando's great. Should he we talk about them. the Donner party? <laughs> because it's been long enough. It's not a too soon situation. And it is what it is. You know, that Nostradamus is what it is. Listen, if you, are in, if you need to eat people to live and they're already dead, why is yeah. that bad? I don't understand why that's bad. Look, honestly, that's a controversial thing you're saying, but I agree is with it? you. It's like, why are we being weird? Aaron, you know? I agree with that. If they're, if they're already dead. They're already dead. You can't and kill them. Listen, and they didn't eat one of the survivors. They didn't eat his mom or sister out of respect for her, uh, See, for him, because he was the still problem. Alive. Is we all settled on chill cannibalism is fine way too fast. One <laughs> of us needed to did. push back. We did. I don't think that's true. Aaron, I expected you to push back, and you were just like all in. I so, think it makes. She's a lot from of Texas. Sense. She's from West Texas. She gonna eat anybody she needs to to survive. Are you kidding me? That's true. Incredible, incredible. Okay, so um, we are. Let's go. Let's go forward to twenty twenty three, and we'll run through some of these predictions. Okay, so the first category is deaths. Let's go. It's- okay, so Jason, technical difficulties, music, but I will say those are sad. But I like all of your predictions. <laughs> Thank I- you. I- Listen, what I'm saying is don't do a deal with Ruggable because you're going to die the next year. I'm we just saying. Will, so we'll talk about this with BFOTS, but we will not put that on the free feed. Uh, so make sure you're supporting us if you want to hear uh, that Jamie thinks Marty McFly is going to bite the dust this year. I got three right last year, you guys. <laughs> don't right. test her. <laughs> don't test her or doubt her. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. 
Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're also predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting auraframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcastpod. So the weather's getting warmer and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. Y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, They have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone 
or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Um, okay, so we, I feel like we streamlined some of the categories a little bit, just yes. so we're not, uh, we can stay uh, lean and mean here. Um, so we'll miss a couple from last year, but I feel like our content will still be uh, robust enough with prognostication. So why don't we start with our new couple? Uh, Jamie, who do you have down as a new couple in 2020? Okay, my first one is uh, Tom Cruise and Lady Gaga. Whoa, that's PR crazy. relationship, PR relationship for both, but I do think they're going to step out. Maybe it'll be just a few months. But, you know, he famously, his PR relationship in the last two years ended. And so with Haley Atwell. And so now I feel like he's going to need another one to get sure. him through the Mission Impossible uh, premiere. And so I do expect him to be in a PR relationship. Just I'm going to I'm going to say he's going to go big because of the success of Top Gun Maverick. And it's going to be Lady Gaga. Do you think that he assumes Leonardo DiCaprio is also doing this with 23-year-olds and he doesn't realize it's authentic, like it's real attraction between Leo oh, like and 23-year-olds? Oh, yeah. No, I, I think he's like, what? No? No? They just want to have a good rich time too, right? Listen, yeah. I, I I like that one. I would say you need to go, if I was giving you notes on that prediction, okay. I'd say no, I want them. Go, go bigger, okay? Bigger than so Lady I think, Gaga. I think you need to go Tom Cruise and Pete Davidson. Because I feel like Pete Davidson needs to right. elevate his risk profile a little bit and say, like, it's getting a little old. He's with Emily Ratatouille. All the hot, we get it. He, he's with hot women. You, I think he needs to be available for hot men as well. But, but do you think the, the COS is going to be supportive of that? Well, that's a true question to uh, understand if I'm familiar with their protocols and procedures, and I'm not, so I can't say. <laughs> but I'm just going to say, We yes, do not I'm comment on the COS here on the PMG. We do not comment on the <laughs> we COS. We, we say clear. We say very clear. You get it? Unattended. <laughs> Jason, do like a like a rim shot because that was a good joke. That was a freaking or do a uh, do a horn. Either one, you call it, man. Like it's up to you. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, I don't know how viable this is, but it's like the idea of it. You know, a lot of it I just like I go gut instinct and I just like belch it out of my ideas. And I'm like, what do I think about that? Is that valid? And it just came out of my head. Michael B. Jordan, Kim Kardashian. And I'm like, mm, I kind of like the sound of that. That's kind of interesting. Okay, that is interesting to me because Michael Bay has uh, ended his relationship with Steve Harvey's daughter. Should we? Hey, should, hey Aaron Muffum, should we do like an over under cough count? Like, yeah. uh, what? Like three? No, I was thinking seven and a half. Seven. seven and a half. Okay, seven. So she's under right now, but there's yeah. been two. So listeners, keep track. That's okay, two. Keep track, listeners. I'm taking the over. Aaron, <laughs> you can unmuffin now. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So, I, so I like this because who is it again? <laughs> <laughs> See how quickly I forget. I Kim K say, and yeah. Michael Bay Kim, Jordan. There you go. Look at you. Michael Bay Look and at Kim you. K. Michael Bay and Kim K. So he, she's he's broken up with Steve Harvey's daughter, Lori Harvey. Yeah, Lori Harvey. And so who is way like too attractive to belong but do you to think Steve he wants, Do you think he wants any piece of Kanye's kids? Oh, uh, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's three. We are, we are <laughs> rapidly flying. That's four. We did it. We did it. I'm listening for a fifth. She's left because she doesn't that's like five. That's five, Jamie. That's she's left five. because she she's left because she doesn't like the bet. She'll come. This back. is like betting the over in the Michigan TCU game. Like you're good by halftime. It's incredible. <laughs> um, that look that is a wild card. Um, I don't know what to think about that, but I think 
that she seems like she wants to be a serious person. He seems like he wants to be a serious person. I don't understand. I don't know if he's like interested in getting into the reality TV of it all. Um, but I don't know. I saw that there was he was linked to Kendall Jenner, but he never actually dated her. So I thought this is this is open for opportunities here. No, and I would think of all of the choices. Although I would love to see him with Chloe. Like that's who I would love to see him. With. Okay. Okay. She's my favorite of the Kardashians. So yeah. I would like to see, although, you know, she's got a new baby, but still, I like that vibe. Let's wrap that my, up. Both of them. We'll put both of them on the page. Okay. My next one is Phoebe Bridgers and Bo Burnham. And it's because secretly I already know they're together. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Phoebe Bridgers has famously been dating Paul Mescal, you know, from normal right. people and from Aftersun. And he's such a cutie. Like, I freaking love him. They've been dating forever. And then Bo Burnham has famously been in a 10-year relationship with his director girlfriend. But Phoebe Bridgers and Bo Burnham have been making out in places. Oh, well, that's a good sign that there's probably something going on, I would that's say. That's right. So I am basing this on solid evidence of okay. sketchy video I've seen on TikTok. So it's, it's I would say reported. they're going to be together. You're just using your senses. I think that's that's a fair prediction. That's right. That's right. And then I can I go ahead and do my other one? It's Ali Wong and Jason Sudeikis. Oh, okay. okay. Now, I know that's a weird pairing. I know people might be like, what are you doing? But here's here's my reason. Ali Wong, famous, it just came out that after Ali Wong divorced from her husband, that she dated Bill Hader for two months. Whoa, I didn't know that. I know. After he stopped dating, what's the Rachel girl? Bilson, yes, Rachel Bilson? Yes, Rachel Bilson. And so I thought this would be a nice transition. She, now I know her vibe. She's wanting a comedian who's a good actor. Mm-hmm. They're in the, they run in the same circles. Plus, I've seen a lot of blind items that I know are about Jason Sudeikis, about okay. how much he likes to show off his dukachu to people without asking. Wow. And so it that feels, feels like, like it could she, be problematic. It does feel like it could be problematic. For te- you need to lasso that in. Jason, another reggae horn or you know red how many shot. Your choice, I've bro. Had so I can come back strong. <laughs> Listen, so I think they would be a cute couple together, although I secretly forever want Ali Wong to end up with Keanu Reeves, but Keanu Reeves is happily in a relationship, and I don't want to see him, his home wrecked by Ali Wong. But nonetheless, that's my my, my other prediction. Okay. I like that you you had kind of two predictions there. The Ali Wong. Oh, yeah. I jumped ahead. I even said it. I said I'm going to jump ahead and do my third. I like that you also said we don't oh. have it this year, but JC Diggs is going to be problematic for showing his his Ted to people, you know, his Ted Lasso. Maybe that's people. why they haven't finished that next season. That's crazy. He did get really upset about Salad, and that just seems like someone he can't really rely on. But I get it. I'm also very passionate about Salad. You are. Um, I, man, is this is not the time or the place for this? But is Bill Hader like a pasty Wilmer Valderrama? Because people are talking. Because his roster oh. of people he's dated is very impressive. It is a very impressive. impressive list, especially to have been married as long as he was to like a normal person, yeah. you know, like an average person. Yeah. And so he he's come in hot. Yeah, you, it's incredible. You think he's got it going on. Is he like, is he the real Pete Davidson? Is Pete Davidson kind of just like an idea, like an avatar for uh, PR? And Bill Hader's actually like doing what Pete Davidson thinks he's doing? I don't Gosh, know. I don't so know. it's big B energy. Big, B, big Bill energy. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other couple I had was, uh, I think, Disney and Roblox. I think they're going to become a couple. I think Disney's Okay, explain Roblox. Roblox to me because I heard a woman in a store going, hey, where are the roadblocks? And I went, what Oof. is happening? Wow, she so is way what, off base. Is this like honestly. Minecraft? Um, no, Jamie, no. that's ridiculous. And that's honestly, <laughs> I would say Jason edit that out because you look ridiculous when you say things like that. Preposterous. I'm just not interested in children's things. Is this for little kids or mid kids or middle schoolers? Also Who here likes... for you describing mid kids. <laughs> is Roblox spelled like roadblocks or is it like a weird like Tumblr situation? When a friend of yours no has vowels. a kid that's eight, do you say, uh, I want to meet your mid kid? Like, is that how you describe <laughs> 
Well, let me be honest with you. I never want to meet your kids. <laughs> Listen, mid kid, mid kid is great. I love it. Let's let's normalize okay. that. Um, I, to be honest with you, I don't understand it completely. But it's kind of like there's multiple games and like universes you can jump into, and you uh, all the all the players. Look what like, are the roadblocks? Uh, okay, it's not roadblocks. You you casual. It's it's R O B L O X. Oh, why do they call it that though? I don't know. I don't know. I just. <laughs> All the people are they like, blocks? Is it block based? Um, maybe I don't know. It's very, <laughs> it's very like it is like Minecraft in the sense of it's very rudimentary graphics. You know, oh, okay. it's not very impressive. Like um, eight bit. Yeah, but like you can play all these games. Like you can get on with your friends or your family or cousins or whatever, and you can play games together. Um, Aaron, do all, your kids play Roblox? Roblox, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aaron, you missed it. James called it Roblox. You believe that? That's you believe hilarious. that? Is it not Roblox? No, it's Ro. Roblox. Yeah, R-O-B-L-O-X. Oh, um, that's dumb. But it's a it's a huge deal. Like it is robots? a gigantic deal. Um, no, it's you're getting further <laughs> you're, you're away. You're searching somehow. for meaning. You're searching for meaning in a way. That, oh, you're well, you're searching for fair. meaning in a game where the figures look like uh, uh, dismembered hot dogs. You know, reput together, like realigned. It's it's crazy. Oh, I'm back in. I think it's kind of like Fortnite, where you can you you have to give your kids money so they'll leave you alone, and they spend it on digital stuff that means nothing. <laughs> You know, listen, I uh, here's what I know about Fortnite. It is not 14 days. That's what I know about Fortnite. Yeah, that is true. That's, <laughs> That's the main takeaway people have Thank about you. Fortnite. You're, you. you're right. But I think Disney with Bob, I, they're looking to make a splash. I don't know if that means them being merged or them buying, but I feel like Roblox could be a interesting. Well, congratulations to Roblox. Yeah, for the Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to divorce. Who do you think is getting divorced this year? Okay, listen, I'm coming in hot. First, Jessica Beale and Justin Timberlake. And mm. here's why. They did that vow renewal last year. You cannot Classic do a sign. vow renewal and stay together. It's the Heidi Klum. It's the Heidi Klum effect. That's you right. You can't do it. You're going to break up. So I, that's my first prediction of who's going to divorce. And look, the shocking thing is, I think NSYNC is coming out. Like they're going to get back together this year. Oh, that is the darkest timeline for all. I know. Of them, I know. Jason and I think Chate. this is all connected. I think he's going to divorce. He's going to be like, "Well, I got to go back to NSYNC. We got to do this now." So if because we I'm like, not a man of the woods anymore, and so this is what I'm doing. I, I like attaching predictions to narratives, right? I like talking things out, and if it makes sense when I talk it out, then it's probably a good prediction. And I like that you're saying he's not a man of the woods. He did perform at Jessica Biel's birthday party, even though she didn't ask him to, and it made that right. about him. Yeah. And I can see him going back and be like, "I still got it." And I think the boy band needs to come back. And so I can totally, I think that's a good prediction. Because how like else that. are they having any income? Can we talk about that? Where's their income coming from? To be honest with you, I I, I just want a podcast out there. I'm tired of true crime, uh, even though I listened to one this morning. But I would like people to explain how celebrities make money. Like how how do they make money? Well, they get like, paid for the things they do. But if they don't do anything other than like occasionally like ad revenue for like a, an Instagram I want to know ad revenue. I want to know royalties. I want to know licensing. I want to know all that stuff. How do people make their money? That's I'm fascinated yeah. in that. Uh, and specifically in the Timberlakes and the Beals. Um, I, I'm going to put, you know, I, I mentioned Disney roadblocks, not roadblocks, like a casual, like a freaking tourist. Ridiculous. Um, uh, I'm going to say Disney and ESPN are going to divorce. <gasps> I think D- ESPN is going to be spun off by Disney. Uh, yeah, like they're going to sell, happen. sell it out. Like yep. bye-bye. Yep. I think you're going to sell it to like Apple or something like that. Uh, just get rid of them uh, because it's costing some money. I think this future of live sports and live sports rights are a little nebulous right now. So I think uh, Bob Iger's getting rid of ESPN. Okay. Well, I think uh, another breakup that we will see this year is Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. Whoa. I think she's going to look around. Aaron always gets sad when I say like happy couples. But look, yeah. I think they can be happier and apart. I am sad that they have children. 
But alas, divorce is what it is. And so okay. I just think she's going to look around and go, I think she's going to look around and go, you know what? I'm a star and this one's not. And okay, I need who, to be. Who is she talking to when she says that? And why is she on drugs when she says that? Because I'm not seeing a star right now. I think she's looking in the mirror. I think she's like, look at me and do revenge. That cameo was dope. I am a star. Why she, am I okay. not getting more gigs? You know why? Because I'm birthing all these babies for this loser. I don't want to be with this guy. <laughs> Like, I got to live my best life and be the star that I was meant to be. I was re-watching some clips of Game of Thrones. I was uh-huh. like, she's iconic. She's so good. She's fine. She's fine <gasps> in that. No, don't I don't think that. they give her a ton to do, honestly. But I do think you're right. I think, is she probably, like, DMing and texting um, Jon Snow and being like, hey, man, like, you know, would yeah, love to have, to be, like, a Would love to be part. in a little Jon Snow moment. Don't forget right? about me. Yeah. I. You might not be wrong. But I don't know. The Jonas experience feels like it's a it's a big settling, you know, like you get in like this is great. Their brothers are close, their family. But then it's like, where's the upside? You know, where's the razzle dazzle? Brianka's asking that question right now. She's probably. like, what's the upside to this? And the other one's probably like, this is great. You know, this is this is really good. Uh, Nick's. No, not Nick's. Joe's. What's the other Jonas? Um, Frankie? No, Kevin. the other one. Kevin? Thank Kevin. You. Thank you, Aaron. You kept me from saying the ugly Jonas. I didn't have to say that because you knew it. So thank you for saving me from Aww, that. No, I think that's I think that's no, I think that's their dad. Oh no. No, no, no. Um I you know, I've got Tom Brady in the Bucks. That's a gimme. Uh I did I, I went to Vegas and I, I was like, what did they I didn't literally go to Vegas. Like, oh, I, I was like, you went to Vegas? No, I didn't. I didn't go anywhere, uh, which the Beefoth learned about. It was the most depressing break that anyone's <laughs> ever had. Uh we talk about it at length. In the future or the past, whenever we record that. Um, but I, I was like, what do, what do they think? Because they are financially incentivized, Jamie. You know, like right. they make money based on this. Uh, so you know much. who their best odds for divorcing are? Who? Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck. Oh, that's a gimme. That would be my third couple that I would Wow, pick. really? But, oh, yeah. But he wrote Listen. his own vows or something. And, you know, like, no, John and Favreau I'm surprised they've stayed together as long as they have. But Dang. now that they're married, oh, it's definitely over. Like, okay. once you get married and you have a ceremony, you keep putting out wedding photos. And you're like, I'm J-Lo. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. no. You're, you're talking about no. two people who are kind of prone to impulsiveness, looking into the abyss of matrimony and being like, what else is there? You know? All Especially as they look at their kids who are now becoming hot, talented teenagers. And I think they're like, oh, am I not hot and talented anymore? And they yeah. are. Well, she is for sure. sure. But he, yeah. because of the whole like DC thing, I think she's just going to look around and go, this is too much legal Mm. chaos for me i mm-hmm. gotta go there's another man out there for me to marry like, i don't i don't hate it uh they also had justin and Haley bieber um and they had will smith and jada pinkett smith that's where i'm gonna put my money will smith and jada pinkett smith. i also had will and jada on my list okay because i okay. think she had already been planning to leave him but when that whole thing happened at the oscar she was like well i can't bounce now she's Plus like i gotta get this 18 months now great incredible right. um they also had ryan reynolds and blake lively and i just want to review that <gasps> no that would be one that I would be, I would genuinely be sad about. Like, they yeah. seem, cause she's in the middle of having like a fourth baby. Yeah. The, and that baby needs to be in a Taylor Swift song. So, sure. like, they can't break up. Yeah, man. When I learned that, I don't know if you told me or I don't know when I found out, but it was much later that she's writing about Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively's kids. I was like, whoa, whoa. That was like, yeah, my all hot their take kids. Yeah, no, you're the last person. I was going to explain it, but then I was like, no, everyone knows, but you. no, not your boy here. So it was a great day for me <laughs> to learn that. Uh, did you have any other divorces? No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> that's all my divorces. <laughs> <laughs> so deaths and divorces, we are covered. Now let's go to pregnancy. Uh, or okay. I guess this isn't a mid-kid. This is early kid, right? This On the Jamie's straight story? out of the gate kid, out of the <laughs> yeah. peak kid. Listen, <laughs> it's going to be Kylie. I think Kylie is going to have another baby. Mm. I think she's knocking these out back to back to back. I think she has a Chris Jenner energy. 
And she's like, let just like Kim, let's have a bunch of kids all the mm. time. So she has Stormy and Wolf. Okay. okay. Those are her first two kids. I'm going to give you three choices of what she will name this next kid. It does not matter what its gender is assigned at birth. You ready? Valentine, Phoenix, Summit. Oh. Last name Webster as a reminder. So we have Stormy, Wolf, and... Summit. It's got to be Summit. Summit. Aaron, would you like to... I'm going to go Phoenix, but I'm going to go F-E-N-I-X. Oh, Aaron, I love what you did there. Because I hated it because it was like, it has to admit that you you fell to the ashes so you could rise from them. So yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was that was a stop point for me, but I like what you did there. You're welcome. No, yeah. I think Hallie, I think Hallie could be pregnant right now. We don't even know it. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I've got Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus. I feel like I do that every time. Uh, eventually, she's got to be right. Uh, I'm also <laughs> going to throw Meghan Markle in there just like because I feel like when you are content creators and you and your uh, spouse are in charge of creating content yeah. and you realize that you are inherently very boring, the most exciting thing you could do is have a baby. So I think Listen, that's what they got to do. We learned that. Didn't we learn that in that documentary that they're kind of boring and lame? Yeah. Learned, Not bad. I think, I think affirmed, affirmed, confirmed. Yeah, and so yeah. I think they need one more baby, like one more little, little. But you know, plus he's got. But they need to wait because the focus needs to be on him right now. Because you know his book comes out next week. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I'd like a new baby from that. You think his eyes are real on that cover? Or you think it's Photoshop on the spare? The book on the cover is is that the name of his book? I, oh, it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Spare. No, those are his eyes. Yes. No, I, th- I think it's photoshopped. I'm calling Why would out. they be photoshopped? Why would they have him have different eyes? I don't know, dog. Like I just, I'm just calling. You think like he's got a weak eye? Uh, maybe, maybe maybe he's cross-eyed we don't know we don't know he has a gender we don't know we Jamie, see him i'm not playing we your lane know. here okay but do we know you know <laughs> okay who do you think will be pregnant uh i did i just said him i'll set all three uh just i, I did oh i heard you that was a six that was a six that was a six Aaron, how's it not count how's it not count because you made me laugh okay <laughs> All right. Well, then my other two are, I think Gwen Stefani is going to have a scientifically impressive pregnancy. Crouton baby. Yeah. Right. Because Blake Shelton left The Voice. Like, what are they going to do? Just hang out together? There's no way. This is how I know The Voice isn't real. He just left in the middle of the season, right? Isn't he supposed to coach people or turn around in a chair? You just turn around and he's not there anymore? they haven't filmed it all, right? What's Camille Cabello doing? She's there. Anyway, also, I think Lizzo's going to have a baby. She had okay. this iconic tour. She had this great documentary. She Her album, I think, is going to do really well at the Grammys. I think it's now. I think she's going to follow Kiki Palmer's lead and be like, you know what? I had a great year. Now let me have a baby. I Love think she's going to have a baby. I think it's great. I've also got, I think a streamer will get pregnant with uh, A24 and or Blumhouse Studios. Mm-hmm. Like, be their kind of... <laughs> Aaron thought that was hilarious. You like that, Aaron? <laughs> Why did you think that was funny? You like that maternity talk, huh? That corporate (laughs) maternity stuff. That's your wheelhouse. Um, Okay, let's now talk about most likely to wreck a home. Okay, well, first off, I do think it's going to be Harry Styles. He did it once. I think he'll do it again. I think he's too powerful. Once he was on that Better Homes and Gardens cover, I just think his reach is too strong. And I think even people who have made vows before God and their family are willing to forsake them for one Harry Styles. I just sometimes I feel like him holding on to that sexuality is like holding on to an infinity stone, you know? Oh, it's just it's, there's going to be blowback, you know? It's unreal. It's, it's going to affect people. Yeah. Uh, can I, can I, uh, yes, and that? Please. Can I add? Can I, I okay. think this would be a combo deal. Harry okay. Styles, obviously. Uh, let me put Olivia Wilde in there too. Why not? Okay. So she's going to go head out and be like, yeah. cause she, 
because she co-wrecked her own family. That's right. She self-inflicted. Right? Yeah. Right. And so who could she go out? Who? But have you any ideas of who she could wreck it with? No. No, I'm no. not here to do that. I'm just telling you no. what they're going to get up to. Okay, yeah. got it. My next one would be, I think uh, Bill Gates is going to wreck our homes because I think he controls too much of the farming. And that's why our eggs cost this much. And I think that's why it's so complicated. Okay. And I think the UN knows it and they're hiding a report. I've been down some weird Reddits this yeah. last two weeks. And Bill Gates... I don't think he's I, – he, I don't like him for all the reasons my uncle doesn't like him. But I okay. do think why does he ha- own so much of the farmland in, a, in the world? What's that okay. about? Okay. So statement and a question. Number one statement. Um, <laughs> Jason, take this take this part down. If Jamie becomes like a conspiracy Jamie, uh, I want to remember where it started and where it happened. Okay. And then the question is, what, like, are you like malaria nets? That's a front. He's up to stuff. No, really. I think he's doing good work, but I think he's like, look, I need more money for nets. And yeah. so I'm going to make them eggs $8 a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think is happening. Okay. Why are eggs so expensive? Is it because why are they, what, why do they cost so much? <laughs> hey, hens what the, make what so many egg eggs. Do, you know? <laughs> How many egg eggs? Do? A hen makes what? Seven eggs a week? You, you, I, do they lay more than one a day? I, I don't know that you can be asking. How uh, work? Two, three worst people to try and understand how eggs. Well, let's yeah, just let's think this out. out. I'm gonna find out. Let's just think out. this out. Okay. Producing a, I mean, okay. don't don't people go out every day to their coop and get the eggs <laughs> when they? Have- Listen, my sister has chickens, and I have no idea. I literally. Have okay, no idea. they have to. How many eggs do hens lay a day? Oh, okay, all right. Okay, we got some intel. Uh, they can lay up to 250 eggs per year. Okay. It takes oh. 24 to 26 hours to create each egg, and hens take a natural break each year for molting. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't okay. like molting. I don't like molting at all. No, I don't either. But you know my favorite thing about when Erin Googles? She does not click a link. She reads no. whatever is the top. Yeah. Why not? Google makes it easy now. You know? <laughs> She's like, I don't have time to dig deeper into this. I mean, if it doesn't say it in the paragraph I can see, I don't need to know it. Honestly, though, part of it's like when you click the link and you're like, you're on... I don't know, Bob's Burgers fan page dot <laughs> myspace. That's a great page. I'm a proud member. But they're talking about hen laying. You're like, oh, I probably can't. I can't, I can't validate Maybe this. Maybe Bob this talks about from, This is from PurinaMills.com. Mm. Oh, I don't like puppy mills. <laughs> no, it's not a puppy mill. Why would they call it Purina Mills? That feels like it's so close. Who it's wants to mill. ask the question and be like, how they make them eggs? Like, is it a is it a sex thing or is it just like we just make no, eggs? No, it's not a sex thing. They just generate them inside. Jamie, I didn't no, ask that question. Yeah. I said, who wants to ask that question? Okay, Jamie, they have sex. <laughs> Every 36 hours? No, chickens have sex. I know, I know they have sex, but that's to make little baby chicks. No, I know, but the, it only get, it only becomes a chick if it gets fertilized. See, I think we're having two different conversations. Erin <laughs> is saying we're accusing chickens of not having sex. No, I think, we think chickens getting, have sex. I think they're getting so much tail. So like, much. So much, yeah. But I think what Jamie is trying to figure out and what allegedly I'm trying to figure out is... Do all those leg eggs le- stem from a sexual encounter that they're having? Consensual. So does the egg? So if no, they you're have, born, you're born with the eggs, just like a lady is born with all the eggs she'll ever have. Right, and then the egg the grows egg. and it becomes a yolky egg or a chicky egg. Science <laughs> corner with Jamie. <laughs> I don't think we answered that, but I just, I don't know that we can spend more time on it. Please you know? do not at us. We do not know. Do you want to know the know. breed that, that produces the most eggs? Uh, Aaron, you're about to blow, you're about to blow Jamie's mind that there's a breed. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. How are there different chickens? There are lots of different chickens. There's Those a Doberman not. chicken. There's there a Labrador is, uh, chicken. There is Plymouth Barred Rock, that Rhode is Island not, Red. That is just New England being weird. Blue That's Andalusians. Right. Uh, and then there's something called the Buff Orpington. 
What? See, my sister has, uh, she had meat chickens. And I don't know, I think they just exist, hopefully, to be meat, you know? So I don't think that they're having a lot of sex. So, you know, RIP to them. Well, hens, do hens become meat chickens or they just stay egg chickens? I think there's different classifications, but this is great content because none of us know it. <laughs> is there a prediction in 2023 that we will understand agriculture better? I don't, I don't know think we will. we will. I don't think no. we will. I don't think we will. Um, uh, did you have any other recommendations? No, that's it. Bill okay. Gates, don't lose focus. Yeah, conspiracy, Jamie. That's interesting. Is conspiracy, Jamie, going to make multiple appearances this year? Do you think? Maybe. It, listen, I was I spent too much time on Reddit. I'll be honest with you. Um, I had uh, I wanted to throw in Ansel Elgort just because he seems he seems like Ew. a douchebag. No, I think we're done with him. I don't think he's coming back. Well, he's still wrecked at home though. Even if we're done with him, you know. That's true. Uh, but who would let themselves be wrecked by him? It's Ansel Elgort. I, I don't it, the name say is it tough. out loud to the person who's wrecking their home for it. Say it. The, the name is tough, but I feel like someone would be willing to do it. Uh, and I'm also going to put Jacob Lordy, uh, the, like the hot, oh, hot, hot jock from Euphoria. Oh, it, listen! So many people have climbed that tree, and they've been like, wow. "Worth it." Yeah. So I think we could see some of those. Uh, he could be like a like a low level Harry Styles uh, this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, trends that will die, Jamie. Okay, really quick. Can I just ta- tackle the ball? I'm just going to tackle. Yeah, the ball. go for it. So neon colors. Listen, 2023 is a calmer us. So we we're not doing neon anymore in our clothes. Minimalism. Your khaki toys are out. We're not doing minimalism anymore. Now we're doing moody. We're doing dark. We're doing jewel tones. We're doing maximalism. We're doing art deco. Okay, uh, being tan. Also, not cool anymore. Tan skin is damaged skin. No, we're wow. not doing that anymore. Pale is I like in. all skin tones. That's just Listen, me. That's where mm, I've always landed. Masterminding and dating, also a trend that will end. We're no longer masterminding our dating. We're not Wait. letting Taylor Swift lead us on this. You know how, like, you set, like, you, you're, you're like, oh, we just met. No, I, like, went to this place every oh, day because I know okay. he goes there every day. We're not doing that anymore. We're back to meet cutes. We're not back to masterminded meet cutes. Gotcha. Okay? Okay. And then trends that will die, chiseled cheekbones. Listen. Leah Michelle and Chrissy Teigen had that buckle fat removed, and they gonna look real tough in about fifteen years. Do not have your cheek fat removed; it is a mistake. So it's pronounced buckle fat because I wanted to. I wanted to say buckle. It, it just begging me to say buckle. Yeah, and no, I knew it wasn't right, fat. so I just never said it. Also, I think celebrity endorsements are not powerful anymore. I don't think that anybody looks at a celebrity and was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to use this just because Jennifer Aniston uses it." She... Oh, was it was it the Bitcoin? Do you think was that was that maybe what did it, it for was? People? Yeah, yeah. That, and maybe it was. So I think that brands are going to start moving back towards user generated content and being like. Yeah. Look at this average person who seems really lovely, and they used our nail polish, and they're great. And so, ergo, I will use all of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what no, I. Think listen, if you're if you're doing a, a a commercial, like a pharmaceutical commercial, whatever, and you put in a hot person who's like, "This really happened to me," I don't believe you. But if you no. put in a weird normal, I'm like, sick. That definitely happened to this person. Because, like a wow, guy named a weird Derek who's sitting, like he's sitting in a like a galvanized tub yeah. instead of like one by the beach. He's just like by his chickens, waiting for them to lay eggs. He's got a visible. SpongeBob tattoo on his neck. This definitely Thank happened, you. and this is a good product. Hundred percent. Yes, I like all those. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say um, I've, it feels like there, there's no personal animus here, but it feels <gasps> like TikTok and Twitter. It just I, I know like legislation wise, it's it's not going great for TikTok here. No, that's true. That's so fair. I, I feel like we're gonna come to head on that. Uh, Twitter, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's still lasting, but I also know that like San Francisco suing them or something for not paying. Can I for the be office honest space. with you? Can I just shoot huh. straight? I Please. think Twitter has gotten better because we got rid of a lot of people who were like, "I'm just gonna leave now and go." You can find me on Substack. I literally am like, bye. 
Like, we didn't like you here anyway. You were no fun anyway. You constantly screenshot all the people I block. So I kind of like that Twitter has gotten rid of some folks. I'm interested in the people who have to make, like, I have to say something about the status of my participation in this platform. It's just maybe just don't because you can always come back. But if you, you say, think, like, I'm you waiting think forever, we can't you can't Google come back. and find you on other places? We can find you somewhere else. God. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, I've got big movie sarcasts with original IP. Those are gone. We're not doing those anymore. Babylon. Like, Knives Out. Amsterdam, The Last Duel. No, Knives Out is the exception. But oh, I feel okay. like these studio, these uh, movies that cost hundreds of millions to film and for the town attached, but they have no attachment to the Marvel Universe or the DC Universe or something else that happened. Um, it just, like uh, with Amsterdam and Babylon critically flopping and financially flopping. Also, like I think The Last Duel maybe was last year. Um, that, that was a great movie. I loved it. It was a green light. But it made no money. It made I just no think money. the yeah. world has shifted, like the tide's gone out overnight, and studios haven't quite caught on to it. But these are going to go into hiatus for the extended future, and so I think it's going to have to be either star, like star-studded casts attached to uh, nostalgia or uh, original or not original uh, existing IP, or it's going to be niche, interesting stories with cheap talent. It's going to be so, one of two. So sort of like having a big, uh, famous cast for Barbie. Like yeah, that will exactly be the, right. That will be the main. Guardians okay. of the Galaxy, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not going to get another Babylon or Amsterdam. Listen, again. once Julia Louis-Dreyfus shows up in Marvel, guys, yeah. this is where you got to go. All bets like, are this off. Is, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I also had anyone trying to talk to me about astrology because I'm just getting that a lot in my feed and I'm hearing a lot of it conversationally. Because and You know why? Because the universe is trying to tell you something about no. your Sagittarius ways. No, that's it's because people happening. on TikTok are running out of things to talk about, so they're going to opt for astrology. And I just need to say... I'm going zero tolerance in 2023. If you say something to me about uh, a Pisces or something is in retrograde, I'm going to throw a drink in your face. And I just, I need people to know how serious I am because I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not tolerating listen, it. And it's guys, we, listen, I know you, you and I know, for this is me throwing a drink into your face. And Jason, please cue up the circus clown music. This is, this is that's so this like is. an archer to behave this way. <laughs> It's infuriating because it's hocus pocus. It's not even hocus pocus because hocus pocus is least fun. This is just stupid. The the defining attribute of astrology is stupid, and I'm I'm just so frustrated by it. So this is let us live. I thought you said no yucking the yums. Although that's literally our show. You can talk to yourself. No, it is. It's so disingenuous. Just don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Don't make conversation with me about that because then I have to decide which guys do I throw go to at Knox McCoy and let him know all of the Sagittarius traits that he's showing. Oh my in this god! Episode. I'll just I'll send you a gif of Bozo the clown because also gifts are not dead. I don't care what you say; they're not dead. I'm still using them. I love them. Jason just found out about gifts. He was like, "They're dead." I just found them. Yeah, this is incredible. Gifts are dead. Gifts so are no, dead. no, they're not. They're alive. To, listen, San Serif is coming or Serifonts are coming back. Can you? Believe I don't like it? that. Kill oh astrology, let gifts live. Okay. Trends that will catch on, Jamie. What you got? Okay. So uh, for me, I think cow- cowboy cosplay, it's all mm. in. Listen, you don't have to be from Texas anymore to wear a pair of cowboy boots. You just have to be, you know, rushing in Alabama, you know, okay. like yep. in a sorority. Uh, loungewear is out. Whoa. Slob wear is in. Okay. Oversized, big, oversized chaos. We're going to be wearing I've got bubble- oversized as well because oh, okay. I, I only know this because my middle daughter, she's been dressing like this for a year. She wears like my size clothes. 
Oh, um, really? And she is tiny, and it, it gets confusing when I do laundry, um, but that's what she wants. I'm, I'm just glad she doesn't want to wear skin Listen, tight. Listen, so. I came in today, and Erin was like, what are you wearing? And I was like, look at this flowy thing. And she's like, oh, it hides all your secrets. I was like, I know. You don't know what's going on under here. <laughs> I love it. So oversized chaos. Bubble hems from the 80s. They're going to be everywhere, you guys. You're going to be wearing a bubble tunic, a bubble dress, a bubble maxi. Um, listen, also, trend that will catch on, traveling to be a better person. Mm. You're going to be going to mindfulness retreats. You're going to be traveling to New England to see the leaves and decide how can you be a more productive person. Like mm. you're going to be combining travel with like becoming a better person. Like when you went to Montana, that was traveling to be a better person because you were definitely better when you came back. Yeah, I think and so. so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's going to be much more common. And then also the color cobalt blue. You're wearing okay. it. You're wearing I, it. Yeah, this is Nike, Navy, and Royal Blue polo. So I'm, I'm on trend. That's, you're on trend. That's coming. Cobalt Blue is going to be a big color this year. Um, I've got uh, Buy Now, Pay Later. I feel like it's coming. It's been here for a little bit, but I feel like it's really going to uh, come You mean fruition. Clara? Where I just pay him four payments over 17 weeks? Yeah. It, I just, I think um, it, it's it's got something to do with younger generations not understanding how like credit and debt works probably <laughs> but also just if you're listening uh coach Knox tip, uh coach Knox tip take a take a knee um if someone's like you can pay for this over the next 58 years uh you probably don't want to do that you probably don't want to do that because that's a listen, lot of interest you're paying and not a lot of principal listen i have a younger friend who got a new car and did a seven-year payment plan i was like oh. have you lost you're gonna pay three times what that kia sorrento is worth are you now, kidding me <clears throat> listen full accountability i did just finance a pool uh over 78 years so you know i'm not say- <laughs> I do as do as i say not as i do <laughs> don't talk to him about financing <laughs> or sagittarius but the point remains the point remains right, uh, right, right. It, it's going to be there uh, i'm also going to say uh, artificial intelligence ai i feel like we've been on the cusp of it for several years in these predictions it's not it hasn't quite hit I didn't say anything about it last year, and I feel like it really hit the mainstream last year. But I think we've got ChatGPT, we've got Dali. Um, it's already kind of integrated. It's these generative artificial intelligence stuff that's going to change the nature of how we create, how we interact. And I think it's only you know we've talked about deepfakes on these prediction episodes before in a, in a more malevolent way that still exists. But I also think they're going to be um, more creative purposes probably. So it's like I think it's only a matter of time for you know if you're like what it, would it be like if Titanic. What had Carrot Top as Leonardo DiCaprio's character? Well, <gasps> I, I can do that for you right now in 30 seconds. You it's think just, that you think that chat, like that kind of thing, like chat GPT, will that uh, affect the podcasting? Um, you know, a lot of people are, are saying like content creation is going to be affected, and I think it will, but I think it's going to be more of those, um, let me tell you how to succeed at life, even though I'm not myself a success, you know? I feel like it's really going to cannibalize that, but I feel like if you have a unique point of view, um, and, uh, I don't know, a, a certain, a certain look at the world, I, I think we'll be okay. Is basically you know why, saying. you know why we're not worried about it? Because guess what? AI already knows how chickens work and that's yeah. not interesting. Is it? No, yeah. nobody cared about that segment, even though we kept it in Jason, keep it in. Cause it's good. Maybe do some farm music underneath that. I don't know. It's, it's up to you. Uh, I'm also going to say NIL is going to go wild. It's already here. So it's not really prediction, but I feel like the nature of it is really, I know uh, what that is. Do you know what it is? You don't know what it is? National. Well, it's it's basically the ability for amateur athletes to make money. Okay? Oh, that's how the little college students So get like um, this year, your post-commercial, but for everybody else, um, if you're watching college football, um, you can watch a play with Bryce Young for Alabama. And then it'll go yes. to commercial and he'll be in a Dr. Pepper ad. Okay. He'll have his own character arc in a Dr. Pepper ad where 10 years ago, 11 years ago, uh, a couple of Ohio State students 
um, sold memorabilia that belonged to them and got like a discount on a tattoo and they were suspended for five games. Okay. So this has changed wildly, but, um, the, the North Carolina quarterback, he turned down like five to $8 million to transfer and go play somewhere else, uh, to stay in North Carolina where he probably got that same amount of money. But all that said, it's just, it's a different game. And now it's gotten into high school. So you can sign an NIL deal, uh, in high school, in high school, which that feels a little weird and seedy. Um, but I do think this is where I make my pitch that the PMG gets into the NIL. Um, I want to find like an SEC backup quarterback, <gasps> a punter or kicker yes. or defensive tackle. See who's a fit with us. Sponsor them. Maybe have them on a couple episodes this fall or something like a couple nose episodes. You know, yes. I don't know. We can, it, it could be fun. Listen, and can I tell you a little update on Jan? You know, she's a huge Alabama fan and she's mm-hmm. obsessed. And she sent me a voice message that was just her screaming. And I don't think she did that on purpose. Okay. She's just so excited about their bowl game. But she yeah. did say, she goes, listen, there's something to be said for not ending the season with a loss. She goes, you know, like all those uh, playoff teams, two of those <laughs> playoff teams or three of those playoff teams. And she was like, there's something really lovely about just finishing and winning and it being over and not and being it, stressful. And it kind of being stressless. She's yeah. exactly right. And yeah. listen, Kansas State, everybody wants Bama. Till they get Bama. And then it's a little bit of a different animal sometimes. So watch out. <laughs> Stay frosty out there. Uh, something shocking, Jamie. That's okay, Aaron, are you ready? Two of these are for you. <laughs> the first one is, I think, well, and probably Knox to you. Lin-Manuel Miranda will have his first huge flop with the new Broadway show, New York, New York. Okay, are we saying Broadway flop or just like flop in general? Because he's got a couple of those in the in the movies. Well, I do think he's. It's no. It's just that specific show. Broadway. Okay. Um, because it's you know it's based on the Martin Scorsese film New York, New York. Okay. And uh, the early reviews are Annette good. Okay. Oh, no. And so I do believe that this will be his future. And I think it'll be a huge financial flop because he put a ton of his own money oh, into no. uh, you know, the I show. think that's good for him. He needs to he needs Builds to character. have Yeah, he needs he needs that. I know, yeah. that's true. Okay. Second, I do believe that something shocking will be the downfall of one Zach. Efron. No. Oh, why are you doing this? What are, why are you, you doing talking this? about? I think he's been partying on some yachts and maybe some underage children have been there. No. And I'm not saying he's done it. I'm, I'm saying he's just been in some places where maybe he shouldn't have been with maybe some uh, sketchily financed yachts with, and he has been hanging out with some sketchy uh, C-list stars when he, I would argue, is an A-minus star. B plus Zach, at worst. Zach, that's the most generous thing you've done you. in the last like 18 years. Listen, that's a blind. That's a blind that I'm I'm pointing on him. I think oh. that Zach Efron is the one no. that was on the This way. is really going to complicate the mummy freaking four, to be honest with you. <laughs> No, but no, 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 no. But this is like, but the mummy freaking four can be like his ascendancy back in. Back yeah, in. but if he's if he's a a, a mid kid toucher, I don't want him. No, 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 no. I don't think he's a mid kid toucher. I just think he is sadly on a boat where some people are mid kid touchers, and maybe he didn't get off that boat quick enough. God, you know what get I mean? off the boat, Zach! Yeah. <laughs> guys. Coach Knox here again. If you're on a boat with mid kid touchers, get off that. But even if you got to jump, go ahead and do it. You got to get off that boat. Um, and then I do think that the – I do think Kanye is probably going to – not – not he's going to go to jail. Let's okay, leave it at okay, that. Okay? okay? Is that better? Or I, I thought you were about to redeem him. I see I was you. Like, mm, I see maybe you. We just- <laughs> no. I, I just think Kanye is – there is going to be an end point to this chaos, and it's either going to be an ICU or a jail. Like, I think that's where he ends up. Maybe he will travel to become a better person. And he will become a better He'll person. He'll go to Montana and, yeah. and be better? Yeah. 
Yeah, was I that bad before so. I went to Montana? Is this like no, an intervention right now? Okay, let me keep going. My other shockings are Taylor and Carly Kloss will be seen publicly together on purpose. Like like in a romantic way? No, no, no. Just publicly together because there's so much chaos. It'd be like if she showed up with Jake Gyllenhaal. Like there are, there are certain people like if she was ever somewhere with someone, you'd be like, what? Like what? what like if- they hate each other or something? Who, Taylor and Carly Kloss? Yeah. No, Carly Kloss just uses all the Gaylor rumors to continue to like oh. be like, girls can code. <laughs> but like her husband keeps buying up property that apparently Taylor Swift wants to buy. That. Yeah. And so I... Hey, you know what? Girls can code, by the way, Jamie. They can code real well. They you know? can. I don't know that Carly can read, but yes, they can code. <laughs> uh, allegedly. And then I think a TikTok star, it'll be the first time in history that a TikTok star hosts SNL. Oh, interesting. That's a yeah. good one. I like yeah. that. Um, okay, I've got a you few. Didn't like, you didn't like the one about Zach and on the boat? Uh, no, man. I Honestly, I feel like that was uh, the one episode we did without you this year. We talked about Zach Efron, and I feel like that was your that was your vengeance. Like you're getting your revenge on How Zach. How dare you record without me despite that's it being a good night? That's, a good, that's, that's a good. right. You okay, what are your... Dead. We had to. That's uh, true. What, what are your most shocking? Question. Do you think Erin is like really trying hard not to cough anymore? Oh, 100%. She knows, like she's working. She's, she's getting like, really competitive about it. She swallowed him up. She swallowed Because she knows Listen. she's one away. My... Computer can't catch her, so you have to be aware. You're peripheral. Oh, I mean, I got one ear. I'm not even listening to you with my even right she ear. She stifles it. A cough's a cough. Okay, so no, it is. Don't she get distracted. Though. Your tea. <laughs> <laughs> she would got some hot tea to help. Um, I've got. There's going to be a massive global internet outage. Um, that's going to affect <sighs> business, like, the economy. like Amazon, like when Amazon goes down because they yeah, host but even the... even worse. Like someone's going to go to the bottom of the ocean and cut the cords and be like, "Whoops!" And everyone's going to be freaking out. You but know? like, what? How long? Like a long I don't know. time? I don't know. What Not... do I need to buy to make um, sure I'm okay? Uh, you know, just the good stuff. You know, the good chicken nuggets probably to get you through that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> make sure I have them. Okay. Um, this is not a fun one, but it is what it is. I'm just going to get the, the two next ones out of the way real fast. Uh, okay. A serial killer will be discovered, tracked, and caught over the course of a year. It'll captivate the internet. Uh, and I think an A-list celebrity will tragically die. Don't love it. And I did write that before the hot guy news. Did you guys hear about the hot guy? What, got, what I happened? I did. It's, his injuries are extensive. Yeah. I think a snowplow. I don't, I don't, they didn't get specific. It was on his property though, wasn't it? Yeah. It's not great. So prayers up for, for the hot guy. Did you um, just say the hot guy is going to die? No, no, no. I, I wrote that before the hot guy news. Oh, so it's just an A-list celebrity is going to die. Tragically. But not, not the ones I mentioned in who's going to die. Um, no, I, no. I, I don't know. Definitely not. No. Definitely okay. not Marty McFly. I, 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 uh, I still can't believe you did that. Um, I think Nick Cannon will get a vasectomy after getting to 20 kids. I think there's like, enough's n- enough. 20? 20. Yeah, he'll have those five this year. Yeah. He's gonna be like, this is it. I, I, I honestly just can't pay for it anymore. Um, and then, um, I think this is my last one. And this is one I feel the strongest about. Okay. And this is about you. So <gasps> I just like gear up because this I'm is. I'm ready. This is, you I know, want you to speak truth over me. Let's go discernment. Again, I just, I, I don't have the gift of prophecy. I just communicate what I hear. You know? Okay. Uh, I think you're going to be hospitalized after watching Magic Mike Slice Dance uh, <laughs> in the theater. You're going to be hospitalized. I like a little coronary. A little I don't know. Coronary I, didn't, I didn't get the nature of it. You know, uh, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be. I already bought tickets, and you can't even buy tickets yet. And I've already bought them. Listen, Steven Soderbergh. He described it as the Super Bowl of stripping. Which what? And what? I just we, That's we my have to pause destiny. for a second because. The parallel, I have to assume there's obvious parallels here here to Michael Jordan's Last Dance documentary, the one that got us through like the first two months of the pandemic. Yes, you know? I do remember um, that. And if this movie is shot documentary style, like with a retrospective look at the lives of the Magic Mike dancers, I'm going to lose my mind and have to catch up on these movies. I'm going to have to watch this. 
Like, I kind of love it. Because, like, because remember Michael Jordan's attitude in that, where he just hated everybody and he was telling yeah. you how much he hated everybody? And that was I kind of love the idea life. that Channing yeah. Tatum's going to do that. I kind of hope uh, I'll have to watch these movies now. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just make plans uh, to uh, be ready for that. Uh, most likely I have a renaissance. Okay. I think it's going to be LinkedIn. I know that's wow. weird. But okay. people who started making content on LinkedIn, like user-generated content, I think we're going to be like, wait, should we make content on LinkedIn? I don't, I, think, I don't care if Jesus appears in the sky and it's like, I will reveal my plans on LinkedIn. I'll be like, well, I guess I'll have to be filled in. I'm not doing that. That's an Enneagram 5 energy. Okay. I also think sandwiches are going to have a renaissance. God, they never like, went away. I think, because, no, listen, because I think burgers have really tried to be like, no, 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 you can put a fried egg on a burger. Yeah. And, like, they've tried to take all, all, the, all the glory from just a good, solid club sandwich. I think sandwiches are going to have a heyday. And then I think Rihanna's music career is going to have a renaissance because, okay. you know, she's performing at the Super Bowl. I think she's going to announce a new album and it will drop at the same time as the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to be all obsessed with Rihanna's new album. Like, okay. That's okay. what's going to happen. Yeah. I like all those. Um, I've got uh, uh, Adrian Brody. It's going to be the brody because oh. he's in a number uh, of films. He's in uh, just coming up for uh, 2023. He's in Asteroid City. Uh, he's in a TV series called Poker Face. He's also in a weird one called Manodrome, where he's like, it's like the toxic cult of uh, wellness and like weightlifting, which looks really interesting. Ghosted Emperor. He's playing really interest interesting characters. I tried to make Adam Brody have a renaissance, and it's just not in the cards. Well, he's had a little bit of a renaissance. He's had a flash like renaissance. But more than Leighton Meester has, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, he's uh, part of the issue is the next movie he's doing is with Leighton Meester and Taron Killam, which it's, it's not great. Killam, where's um, he been? Well, he's been doing like a NFL show for Amazon on the Thursday night game, and that's not good oh, either. So no. that's a problem. Uh, Force Whitaker, I think he's set up to succeed. He's got a lot of really good stuff lined I'd up. i to see him come back. Aubrey Plaza, I feel like she's going to coast off White Lotus. And then Willem Dafoe, the little uh, Renaissance looking gremlin guy. Uh, he's got, you know, I go to IMDb and I'm like, like, what do you got? What do you got set up? Right. What's teed up for you? Yeah. Um, and most people like a busy person has four. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. You know, you got like some commitments. He has 10, he has 10 upcoming projects. 10 Will he's committed 10. to. Yeah. So I just think it's just scattershot. One of them has got a hit. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to end with Rocket Raccoon. You know, he's almost in Loki. Oh. You know, we have screenshots. We have a new Guardians coming out. I think, you know, maybe there's going to be some open slots on some late night talk shows. Maybe he's going to fill James Corden's spot. I don't know. There's rumors everywhere. I just feel like there's going to, it's not the last we've heard of Rocket Raccoon. I hope it's year. not. I love him. Yeah. Uh, most likely to own the year slash become a star. Okay. To own the year, I really think that this is Beyonce's year. Here's why. I think she's going to win big at the Grammys. She's only three Grammy awards away from being the most Grammys won by anyone ever. Right. She I think she's going to win album of the year. I think she's going to release Renaissance Part Two. I think it's an acoustic album based mm. on some rumors I'm seeing on Twitter, um, which I would love an acoustic album from Beyonce. And I think we'll probably get a Netflix documentary or something s like about the making of Renaissance. And I think we're going to get a tour announcement. And she's going to be like, you think Taylor Swift made a billion dollars? Oh, I'm about to make two billion dollars. Nobody's going to beat me. Nobody's gonna be, nobody can be thirsty and trying so hard to beat me. And listen, I'll buy tickets for that too if I can get them. I will. Oh sure. Um, Aaron sniffed a couple minutes ago. Aaron was that a cough or sniff? That was a sniff. It was a sniff. Are you sure? I'm a hundred percent. Okay, full integrity. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only question I have is, like, I can't remember the last like Beyonce song. I was like, whoa, okay, that's a cool song. You know, not um, like not that she's not making good music, but um, almost that she's taken such a passive interest in like the larger monoculture 
that I don't know. She's always she's Beyonce, so she's always going to matter and be relevant. But I don't know. It's almost like winning the Grammys. Like, what does that even mean anymore? You know, like I can't tell you. And part of it's personal bias because I'm not I'm not personally as interested in it. But I wonder if um, you're not listening to the radio, are you? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not listening to radio. But I, I just wonder if maybe her celebrity has exceeded her artistic ambition <gasps> how you know? dare you renaissance is such a good album and no, i'm it not is, saying it's not it's so different than what she's made before because it's all kind of like a disco vibe like yeah. on it and so that was so different than anything she's made before yeah that's why i really love it no i, I well i think it's a it's a it's a good Cuff pick. it is I, a great song i know the dance i can do the dance see look at that i'm disproven uh i'm gonna put jonathan majors in the mix for oh, that's a good choice yeah. He's going to be Kang the Conqueror, Kong the Canker, depending on how you pronounce that. Um, and he's uh, so you know he's going to be Marvel's new big bad, right? Like the the new Thanos ish of uh, Marvel. And then he's also going to be opposite Michael B. Jordan in Creed three. Um, oh, love which is, that! I think that's a great spot. I do have some fears about that movie just because I know Ryan Coogler isn't as in, uh, involved as he was. Um, I think with the first, especially, and he's also doing something called Magazine Dreams, where he's like a conflicted bodybuilder dealing with like weird celebrity culture. Okay. That's a good opportunity for him. I just, him and devotion. He's really good. I think he's a really, um, he's not just a one note actor. I feel like he can go the emotional wavelength. He can go the physical wavelength. Um, so I'm really interested in, in the choices he makes. And plus I think he is, um, uh, he's making some really interesting, good, smart, creative choices where he's tied to some big franchises, so he has the notoriety, but he's also making smaller, interesting choices. So um, I think he's he's a good pick. Well, you know, and he's going to be in, uh, he's starring with Willem Dafoe in a movie called The Man in My Basement. And the reason I know about that is because he's like a guy who's out of his life and he's living, he's living in this ancestral home. And then uh, Willem Dafoe wants to rent the basement and but he's peculiar and it's supposed to be a thriller but why i know about it is because the it's a first-time director nadia latif of the latif test okay and so i like the idea of jonathan majors and willem dafoe like sparring in a thriller so I'm now hold on did you say um willem dafoe's gonna play a, a creepy guy in a, in yeah. a movie <laughs> i so know it's strange. shocking isn't it what a, what it's so out of character it's so out of character <laughs> all right what else did you have okay so to become a star i Look, I have a few choices, but these are three that I really get behind. So the first one is, I think it's going to be such a big year for Halle Bailey. I think she's already Mm. a star in many ways, but the fact that she is taking on the mantle of The Little Mermaid, and we don't know what that movie is. There's still not a trailer, like other than her singing one moment of a song. Sure. Um, But I'm very interested in that. I also, she is going to be in the adaptation for The Color Purple that comes out this year. Mm -hmm. She's playing Nettie. I think that's a big iconic role. And I think that will show her acting chops even more so than just, because I think the focus always has been on her musical career, which Mm -hmm. is fair. But I think now she's going to, now that she will be kind of separate from Chloe, I think she will break out in a big way. My other uh, choice is uh, Stephanie Hsu. Stephanie Hsu, many people will know she was Mei Lin in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She was Sue in Shang-Chi. This year was a good year for her because she was joy and everything everywhere all at once. But what's coming for her, I think, is it's a huge year. She is going to be in – there's a new Adele Lim film. And Adele Lim wrote the screenplay for the Crazy Rich Asians. And so this is about four women who are all Asian who go on a search for one of their birth mothers. But it's a rated R comedy uh, produced by Seth Rogen. And I like that. She's also going to be in Poker Face. 
uh, as you've already mentioned, Poker right. Face is coming out this month. It's the new series from Ryan Johnson, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm hoping it's really good. And then she is going to be, there's a, Disney Plus is doing a series called American Born Chinese, which is about a kid who meets a foreign exchange student, and then they become involved in a battle between gods of chi- Chinese mythology, and she plays a god of oh. Chinese mythology in that. And okay. it's also, it's just a star-sided cast. She's also got like the third name on the call sheet for fall guy and she's behind ryan gosling and emily blunt and then it's her so i think it's going to be a big year for her and then of course my last who's going to be a star this year is shooty gatwa and shooty gatwa if you don't know he was he's starred in sex education but why it's going to be such a big year for him is because uh, he's going to be in the barbie movie he's the second ken to ryan gosling's ken and then shooty is the new Doctor Who. He's playing. He's going to be oh, the fifteenth Doctor, gotcha. the first Black Doctor that they've ever had, and then he's going to be in the upcoming miniseries Masters of the Air, which is all the people who made Band of Brothers, and this is all about Eighth Air Force uh, oh. group in World War II, and it's Austin Butler, it's Callum Turner, it's like a big like Barry Keegan's coming back. Hi, okay. um, and so it's a big cast, and he's a part of that. So I'm just really excited to see him have you know, a lot of success. So Okay. I think those are good. And you, uh, the last two I have are kind of uh, tied at the hip. Um, and you alluded to one of them and it's the Barbie movie. I feel like the Barbie oh, yeah. movie is going to own the year. Uh, I've been in on this since last year. I'm fully pot committed now. Uh, I'm now also evangelical about it. Having seen the teaser trailer and the illusions so to uh, 2001. I just, um, I think from, a lot of it is anecdotally of just people who, having read the script and saying this is going to be brilliant, genius. I'm a huge believer in Greta Gerwig. Um, I trust her sensibility. I trust her sense of story. And I think Margot Robbie, I think, um, you know, weirdly, this is going to be a, like a niche comment, but um, Mattel is intimately involved, which yes. should discomfort some people. Um, but, you know, several years ago, Marlo would uh, watch some of the Barbie like cartoons on Netflix. And I always found them to be funny you know clever yeah not in the way of like this is kind of just mindless and stupid but just like oh that's an interesting read on this or that's an interesting comment this character made so i think mattel is a willing uh complicit partner in this and willing to have things sent sent up when appropriate but also willing to like still tell a larger better story so i just i I think it's going to own the year i think it's going to own the conversation it's going to own the internet i can't wait to see um what this becomes and how clever um honestly this is for me this is like the great um, hope of how to partner with existing intellectual property, yes. but be unique and innovative with it. You know, it reminds me a lot of the Lego movie. Like the yeah, Lego movie exactly was right. so smart and so creative. And I did see an interview because Greta Gerwig was doing press for White Noise, her movie that came out on uh, Netflix, which we talked about in the more you know this week. Mm-hmm. And we she, didn't. we haven't done it yet. Oh, stop it. <laughs> she was saying. <laughs> so she was talking about that when she met with Margot. Because Margot owned the rights. Right. Like she owned, Margot Robbie owned the rights. And when she met with Margot, she was like, I just liked Margot so much. Like it felt like she just had a really clear vision and she wanted me to write the screenplay. And and I was like, okay. And so she went home and went to Noah and was like, hey, you want to work on a project with me? And he was like, sure. What is it? And he was like, she goes, the Barbie movie? And he went, what are you talking like the, like of the doll the doll and she goes and then we went away and like we worked on it and then we came back and we were so proud of what we had written that i went to margo and said is there any way you'd let me direct it because i i think i 
can execute it better than anybody could. And, I, and I believe it. And I think, yeah. you know, um, I, I think it's with Greg Erwick specifically, you've got Lady Bird, you've got Little Women, you've got Barbie. This is a similar kind of, I don't know, trajectory of when, you know, little boys watch Star Wars and they and they do these movies and they and they believe in them and, and they are um, uh, attached to them emotionally. I love that she's got getting the opportunity to tell some of these stories from her point of view and with her talent. And we've seen already how incredible she is. So yeah. to take such a, um, I don't know, uh, reduced idea like Barbie, like dolls, but to have this total canvas to do, do like whatever she wants with it. I, I just, I can't wait. I honestly, and, and obviously with Margot Robbie's influence, I'm heavily in there. I just, I just can't wait to see it. And then I've also got uh, on the other spectrum, uh, cocaine bear. Um, this is probably, <laughs> this is probably the wrong read. And I know that, but um, you know, in, um, in life, I've just like, root for the things you want to happen, you know? Right. And this trailer is so stupid, but I love it. Um, on uh, one of the over-underachievers Jason and I did, we discussed how many Oscars Cocaine Bear was going to win. I think we set the number one and a half. We both took the over. Uh, that felt obvious. Um, but I just, uh, stories like this, where if you can't go from like intellectual property or, or, or uh, if you can't go from like pre-existing um, uh, ideas or content or material to dap something from true story, from like uh, journalism or whatever, yeah. I think that's another really creative way to go about it. I think this departs wildly from what actually happened. It almost looked like a like an elegant shark sharknado to me when I watched the trailer. That's kind of what I took away from it. No, that's what it feels like. And yeah. listen, Cocaine Bear, I mean, Elizabeth Banks, listen, I do think Elizabeth Banks, and this is produced by Lord and Miller. Mm -hmm. That's right. I do think that pairing, like as much as I'm maybe not always a fan of Elizabeth Banks movies. She's burnt me I, several times. She yeah. has. But I will say when she hits, she hits really, really well. So yeah. hopefully this will be one of those that comes out in February. For I can see it's being a cult planning. classic. And there's even a, a Vegas prop where you can bet on how many people the cocaine bear will kill in the movie. And the number's at nine and a half. So do you think more or less than nine and a half? Will be killed. Oh, more, more for sure. It's got to be double ditch yeah. on the cocaine. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that is our conversation on uh, predictions for 2023. I feel good. I feel like that was really comprehensive and good. Oh, I stand by that. I mean, I don't want Zach Efron's to be true, but yeah. when it happens, everyone can DM me and let me know. Yeah, I'm a little frustrated because I can tell Aaron's really like powering down to not cough the seventh time. Yeah, she's um, really turned away from me, and uh, so she's turned away completely. I'm not care to comment, Aaron, that you were like taking uh, your like own. Uh, point I just of take it really. I'm taking it seriously. I don't. I don't. I want to win. It's just got to be natural. Yeah. It's not. It's not a competition. It's just a natural. No, no, no. it is a competition. competition. No, it's it is. Competition. You made it a competition. competition. It's not yeah. competition. It's just yeah, like it is. It's an over under. That's a understanding competition. life. Is is life going to give us seven Aaron coughs? And I, I think truly, if you were playing the straight Aaron, if you had integrity like Jamie and I did, you would have coughed seven times by now. No, that's not. No, this has nothing to do with my integrity. This has no, everything not about to integrity. do with my mm. self control. She got to six, and now she can't cough again. That's where she's at. Yeah, yeah. that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Um, okay, well, if your thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know at noxjam.com slash 486. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right, what is your red light this week? Okay, my red light this week, baby red light to everybody who this is their first episode of the podcast, and you've already decided that you're going to bounce and you're not yeah. ever going to listen again. Bah, bah. 
well, if you made it this far, and you're like, I'm, I'm bouncing Listen, after listening to this. that was a good this. time. How do you not want to stay around? That was we talked about time. chickens. We figured were out the chickens Were you mad about the sex. chicken thing? Let us God. know why you're leaving. Like, let us know at what point were you like, absolutely not. Was it Cocaine Bear yeah. or was it the chicken Was game? it Jamie calling Roblox Roblox? <laughs> well, then I understand. I uh, salute you. Okay, but then my actual red light is uh, Rolling Stone. Listen, Rolling Stone on New Year's Day released their first article of the day, first article of the year, first article of the week, and it was the 200 greatest singers of all time. Okay. And in the in the notes, they said, and listen, you would go, well, they're experts, right? It's Rolling Stone, right? And they said, this new list was compiled by our staff and key contributors, and it encompasses 100 years of music what? as an ongoing global conversation. And listen, it was a, it, that top 10, perfect. No notes. Top 10, Aretha Franklin, Whitney Houston, Sam Cooke, Billie Holiday, Mariah Carey. That list was excellent. But let me tell you, it went off the rails after the top 10. Like, well, yeah, completely. of course. 200. That's too many, guys. Listen, what are you doing? First of all, guess who's not even on the list? Celine Dion. Didn't what? even make the top 200 of all singers. And this is not songwriters. This is not songs. This is just vocal quality. Okay? Celine Dion is not on the list. Jennifer Hudson, who has a literal EGOT. Yeah. Not on the list. What? Okay? Is Post Malone on the list? Don't tell me he's off the list. No, he's not on the list either. What? Kelly Clarkson, would you like to guess on a list of 1 to 200 best singers of all time, what number would you put her at? Okay. If you're asking me objectively, I would say like in the teens, probably. Okay. But Got since it. you're asking me, I would say um, 113. 194. That's too, that's too low. The, barely made the cut. Listen, Kelly, who has taken singers ranked higher than her and made covers of their songs and elevated them. She's still 194. Look, Taylor Swift, would you like to guess what number? Taylor Swift for sheer vocal quality. Okay, that's probably 199. Uh, that is 102. 102. 102, okay. Taylor Swift is ranked higher than Kelly Clarkson, Bill Withers, Carrie Underwood, Christina Aguilera, Lauren Hill, and Alicia Keys. Y'all, oh. has anybody even heard Taylor Swift sing? What are you talking about i'm not saying taylor swift's not talented mm. i'm not telling you that i'm not going to the air store i am going to the air store i'm i'm telling you that vocally no one's like god well, i bet lauren hill wishes she could sing like taylor swift sure nobody's saying that so for me this is a red light rolling stone can no longer be trusted no. this, i'm not interested in them anymore i have stopped my subscription look i just didn't like they don't even play the game of like i know it's like a paywall post but like, let me get most of it. You know, like, let me let me see most of it. Yeah. But they're like, no, you're not going to read any of this. You're not going to read any of this trash where we don't even have a good ranking system for these top singers. That's ridiculous, Rolling Stone. You should that be ashamed so of yourself. embarrassing. Okay, what's your red light? My red light is that, you know, we, uh, so after Christmas, we uh, we'd scheduled a, a trip, uh, go on vacation, you know, get away. Because I feel like that's such a nothing week where yeah. nothing happens. It's just stupid. So we got away, uh, just uh, the five of us. And uh, at night we settled into like the routine of like, we're going to, we're going to watch movies. We're going to go out to dinner and come back, watch the movies. And it was really my son driving this. And uh, he specifically was like, I want comedies. And uh, he's, he's in a huge Kevin James season of life. What? So we, how, we bent, how did he don't, get into don't say Kevin? What? Don't say what? How did he get into Kevin James? Listen, after you're a mid kid, <laughs> after you're a mid kid, you're a post adolescent and then you become a teenager. And when you're a teenager, stupid things are very funny. You know, and I may or may oh. not still be there in my life. So, Paul Blart? Is this a Paul Blart situation? Uh, not really Paul Blart. It was, uh, you know, we, we hooked him on Hitch. You know, so yeah. we watched okay, Hitch. Okay, that's a good one. That's so a good one. he's like, this is, this is good. But we, so we really leaned into the Adam Sand, Sandler oeuvre, you know? Okay, we're, I got it, got it, You know, it, we're trying it. to be appropriate. We got younger kids in the room, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, so we're going like 50 first dates, 
uh, Big Daddy, Happy Gilmore, Billy, Billy Madison, Benchwarmers. Okay, these are all the movies we're trying to uh, to watch. But wanting to watch the movies and then finding them are two totally different things. Because there's there's no coherent reason why some movies are in some places. You know, because yeah. for for some Adam Sandler movies, you got to go here to this streamer, and then other ones you got to go over here. And when you Google to try to find it, you know, Google will say, "Hey, it's on Hulu." I think great. I subscribe to Hulu. I subscribe to everything. That's a company expense. We both subscribe to everything. Yeah. We have Peacock, Prime, Netflix, Crackle South, Crackle North, Crackle East, Crackle West. Yeah. We've got Paramount, Roku, Quibi. We got it all. Okay. But then you go to Hulu and it'll be like, hey, you need to be subscribed to Cinemax, which yes. I feel is disingenuous because you should have just said this is on Cinemax, not on Hulu. And I am subscribed to Cinemax, but not through Hulu. So then you're subscribed to Cinemax again. I'm subscribed to everything so I could watch it because I I, t- I take my job seriously, Jamie. Maybe you don't, but I do. I just uh, don't greenlight like, a lot of I stuff can't, on Cinemax. I can't go to Hulu and watch it through Hulu. I have to go to Cinemax, and if I want, there's not an easy app for that. So then I have to go to this whole thing, and I got to watch a 15 minute YouTube tutorial from a 20 year old who doesn't <laughs> modulate the key of their voice. Ever, even though Gen Z is supposed to be like great at creating content. And I don't know. Shots fired. Um, but then like, so then I, I just skip the movie. And I'm like, let's go to something else. And eventually, you know where it all ends, Jamie? You know where, where I always end? I'm at Amazon Prime and I'm paying money. You're paying it. You're paying to for rent it. this movie despite subscribing to everything. Jeff and Bezos I just wins again. Jeff Bezos he wins again. again. And I just, can we go back to how it was with the bundle and cable channels. No, and just no. Just more you competition. Don't want that. No, I just, what? I just, I just want that back. No, and a little more don't. competition. So Comcast and Directv can't be a holes. So they have to like try customer service because then it doesn't take me sixteen hours to watch Benchwarmers, a movie that is really good, but is not worth me looking sixteen hours for it. Well, you, listen, we need a better system to find out where, where things are streaming and yes. how long they're streaming there. Like, hey, could you tell me if this is going to be gone? Because this was here like on this day, but now it's like Wedding Crashers is on this. But as of December 31st, no, no, it's on Netflix. You got to go here. Yeah. The James Webb Telescope can tell us what it looked like after the Big Bang. And yet I cannot find where David Spade plays a chilly, bold, haircutted <laughs> baseball player. That's wrong. That's incorrect. It is wrong. It's not right. It's, it's not, not right. right. It's not right. Um, okay, Jamie, before we get to our green lights of the week, can we please talk about maybe the greenest green light idea ever <gasps> for our listeners? I kind of love it. So last year, we did a listener survey that almost 9,000 of you completed. Thank you. And it included many of our delightful friends and best friends on Patreon. Now, you know, we're not going to bore you with like data summaries, but there were two big conclusions. One is that you wanted more access to us. Oh, thanks. And then two, you wanted more content variety on Patreon. Accordingly, we're making a lot of new additions to Patreon that we want to tell you about. That's right. So buckle up. We're telling you about all the good stuff. First up, doing more cinema side pieces. Yay! I particularly am so excited about this. I love cinema side pieces. We both love deep dive episodes. And according to a lot of our survey uh, uh, information, so do you guys. So uh, instead of, you know, only doing these on months where we're not recapping The Bachelor of Bachelorette, we're going to prioritize them now instead. And they're going to happen every single month for friends and best friends of the show. And then second, we're kind of stealing our What Should I Watch Next episode series from the main feed, and we're moving it to Patreon so that we can curate content for BFOT specifically. So best friends will get these every other month in the Patreon feed. Uh, what Should I Watch Next is when a slew of listeners share shows they love and shows they don't love, and we tell them what to watch next based on those lists. 
Uh, we're also, speaking of stealing, we're going to steal our pilot program series uh, from the free feed, and we're going to move it to the, the Patreon uh, community. But we're going to do it with a twist, because previous iterations, we've only used it to go backwards, like with ER and Lost. So it's, it's put the focus on shows that have already had their run. But now what we're going to do, we're going to give it more of a contemporary focus, and we're going to cover pilots of new shows happening in actual real time. That way, we can cover these new shows, but we don't have to commit to recapping them in their entirety. And these are going to happen every other meet, uh, every other month in the feed for best friends of the show as well. And uh, in this week's The More You Know, um, BFOTs, they've heard my pitch for what I think we should pilot program first. And it is a doozy, Jamie. It is a doozy, even Mm. though we've not recorded that yet. (laughs) See, now you're tricking me. Okay, fourth, look, this is an important thing. And and because of what Bill Gates is doing on his farmland, Mm -hmm. we are committed to no price increases this year for Patreon. So we have two tiers. We have friends of the show that pay $3 a month and best friends of the show that pay $7 a month. And we see all over the industry that there are creators raising their prices as a way to deal with inflation and the rising cost of living. However, for us here at the PMG, we maintain that our price points are right where they've been. And we feel like it's the right move for us to keep them there. So there will be no price hikes this year um which is good and important uh we think and so the only other thing to talk about is we are actually uh we're gonna implement and move away from recapping the bachelor and the bachelorette series uh we you know didn't arrive at this decision easily as recapping that show has really been like the mainstay of our patreon feed it was why we started patreon in the first place um it's been the biggest hook to get people to support us but you know we behind the scenes um, and just in conversations with people involved in the show, people outside the show, we've been talking about it um, honestly since before last summer. We, gosh, I guess it was when we went to Hendersonville, we spent legit like two days in Hendersonville trying to figure out what to do, like how to make yeah. the, the, the best decision for it. But where we arrived was, you know, we just, we did polling, we did surveys and all of that confirmed what we suspected about the recap episodes, which is that the overall interest in those episodes and in the Bachelor and the Bachelorette uh, franchise, it's it's waned and 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 decreased pretty significantly. You know, it could be due to all the boring Bachelor leads who look like Chads and don't understand that just because you can have sex with multiple people in European villas, <laughs> that doesn't mean those people are going to like that when faced with those consequences. That's right. And listen, to be transparent, I, I think as we've made this decision, we've been nervous, but I think one of the things that affirmed it was that Chris Harrison has launched a podcast that starts this month recapping <laughs> The Bachelor. And that's, guys, that's all you need. Like, yeah. that just shows you that this franchise has gotten to the point where, in, to be honest, it's mostly a bloated parody of itself. It's self-aware in all the wrong places. While it, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, it remains willfully op- oblivious to the most important issues that the show could cover. Yeah. But chooses not to. So it's not it's not a snake eating its own tail. It's like a, a snake choking to death on its own tail at this point with Chris Harrison. Yes, so no, 100%. You know, for the purposes of our recast and more importantly the the content that we're creating for uh, all of our supporters, the last seasons of the show have just felt like a situation where the content we're able to generate from it is it's just reduced and it's just rapidly diminishing in value. It just it's almost like there's a you know, a, a free fall in quality of the show and it's the 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 effect of that is it's lowering the ceiling on the kinds of recap episodes that we're able to make for our listeners because of that. That's right. And so we want to be doing only high quality all the time, as hopefully you've come to expect from us. So here's the fun part. We believe that these additions are so good, uh, not just for us, but for you, that we are confident you're going to want to be all in for 2023. And to reward that, if you sign up 
for an annual subscription to be a best friend of the show. First, you get a month free, which is really nice. Uh, second, all our annual subscribers, they will get access to newly edited and refreshed cinema side pieces on all eight Harry Potter films. These deep dives included me, Knox, and Aaron. It was the first time I'd ever seen the films or actually consumed Harry Potter in any way. And we had like genuinely the best time. So if you're already a BFOTS annual subscriber, which there are a couple thousand of you who mm-hmm. already subscribe annually, you're going to get these automatically. And if you become a BFOTS annual subscriber in January of 2023, so this is only this month, um, then you will receive a code to get all eight hours of Harry Potter recapping goodness downloaded straight to the device of your choice or all the devices of your choice. You just simply click in the show notes or visit knoxandjamie.com slash annual to sign up. If you've ever thought to yourself, man, I'd love to listen to a recap series where Jamie calls Hagrid Bigrid the whole time. <laughs> That's the best way she could honor Robbie Coltrane. May he rest in peace. Well, we I have the recap remember. series for it you. Was so many names, you guys. It was it was, so a, it was a lot. It, w- it was a lot of names, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but seriously, we're we're so thankful for each and every one of you uh, and your support in our small business because you support our small business. It's impactful not just to Jamie and I's lives or Jamie and Aaron and I's lives, uh, but it's the lives of every uh, one of our eleven employees working with us here at the PMG. So none of this would be possible without you. So consider that. Uh, thank you for the time, Jamie. What's your green light this week? Okay. My green light this week, uh, I, I don't know if you know this about me. I do not like children's programming or musicals. Mid-kid stuff. Hate it. Mid-kid stuff and singing oh, singing kids. Oh, God. No, <laughs> but let me tell you. I freaking watched Matilda, and this was the most delightful thing that I may have ever watched in my entire okay. life. Okay. Listen to me. The music was excellent. I know it's based on a musical that was made from the original book, right? But the music is fantastic. The dancing, the production design, the array of characters who get so little screen time, but they eat when they're on screen. It's so good. They show up, they show out. Listen, this cast, Emma Thompson as Mrs. Trunchbull, I will never get over the chin hairs that they went in close on. And I guess it was so good. Lashana Lynch as Miss Honey, I have Mm. never wanted to be like coddled and held by Mm -hmm. someone like I have by this Miss Honey. She was magical. The whole thing was so good. Mr. and Miss Wormwood, like the whole thing was a delight. I'm telling you, if you want to go into 2023 and you just want to have a feel-good moment and you don't want to be like, I don't want to think hard, I don't want to feel hard, and then you want to learn a dance routine, you will learn every dance routine that you see. Okay. It is so very good. I loved it. I loved it. Listen, watching Ashley try to convince my uh, son that we should watch Matilda and uh, just be like, it's not happening. It's just never going to happen. Uh, that was the joy of my life. So, um, but yeah, we're, we're going to check that out uh, this weekend. Uh, my green light this week is uh, the movie on Netflix, Glass Onion. So uh, good. It's not Glass Onions. Um, like I want to call it. It's Glass oh, Onion. It's, got a, it? it's a sequel to Knives Out. This was, it, I had high expectations. I had such I, high expectations. Yes. It matched all of my expectations. It's, it's one of those classic mystery caper movies. It's got star studded cast. But it also, sometimes when you do that, when you're like, I've got a very defined genre and a very defined cast of stars, sometimes I feel like you have to pull up to make space for all that stuff. You know, you don't get to do anything interesting. You just have to play the hits. But what Ryan Johnson does is really kind of uh, upends the genre and and comments on the larger cultural tendency to trust and lionize the elite. I think, after, you know, in the after effect of this movie, I think a lot of people accused Ryan Johnson of writing this about Elon Musk and what these freaking dum-dums don't realize is it takes a long time to write and shoot a movie and edit a yeah. movie. So you can't like 
you know, three months after something happens, you can't write a movie about them and get it acted and produced and everything like that. So it just happened to uh, understand and presage a moment, I would suppose. But it's an excellent movie. Daniel Craig, flawless. Catherine Hahn was a delight in this uh, movie. Yes. Janelle Monet was great. And Edward Norton really chews up scenery in the best way possible. So uh, highly recommend uh, checking out this movie. On I loved it so much. I thought Janelle Monet really impressed me like yeah. in this movie like i just thought and the, it come for the cameos you are not oh, prepared man. for all including the person who voices the clock it's so <laughs> very good so what do i got to do to get more benoit blanc uh in my life like give well, me you don't six do much because uh, we're getting knives out three so are we, not i didn't i thought he, i'd seen him and be like i don't want to do that but like no if, i'll give you, you know, all the avatars you give me six more. Listen, uh, you know why out. he agreed to do it? Because because uh, both Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig made an alliance and said, we will not do it without the other. Oh, I love and, it. And that is why Netflix paid uh, $469 million. They said Daniel Craig walked away for these three films. He'll walk away with $100 million. Oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. Like, but, why can't we make White Lotus and Knives Out movies forever until I die? Just forever. Ever, yes. There's no reason not to. Um, okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And before you go, remember anytime you do any shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to Amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So you purchase your affiliate link, your favorite item purchase using that link as it was. Jamie, this is magnesium citrate. Okay, so listen, I take magnesium. My dad takes my... I love it. Our doctor Ashley has turned me on to this and changed my life. It it's so good. Life. So this particular product has 4.6 stars with 196 ratings. I will say, Allie... Did not like it. Uh, Allie gave it one star no. and said, there is no magnesium in these capsules whatsoever. I have been an avid user of magnesium for the past five years, and I know what magnesium is. And these capsules have sugar or flour in them. What? <laughs> so she's also looking into uh, Bill Gates' farming uh, capacity. And his, so we're in it together, Allie. I feel you right there. All right, you guys. Don't forget that it is a great time to become a BFOTS on Patreon because we have an AUA next Tuesday, January 10th at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. But also, again, if you become an annual subscriber this month as a BFOTS, then you get a month free of premium content. Again, 12 months of premium content. You can listen to us every day. Plus, eight hours of Knox, Aaron, and I recapping the Harry Potter films. Simply visit knoxandjamie.com slash annual to learn more, I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox McCoy. You can find me on socials at Knox McCoy. I can't believe Aaron didn't cough multiple more times. This is the biggest disappointment in my life. She did it. She did it. You. Good for Man. you, Aaron. Thank Good for you. you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dusty in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, 
so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Iwear.com, code POP. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com